Welcome to Emotional Support Water Bottle with Hannah and Ailish. I'm Hannah. And I'm Ailish. We are no longer in the studio. That's <laughs> why <laughs> we went off. <laughs> Ideally, we would like to be in a studio. It's just like... Not... It's hard. It's not always convenient. And then like by the time everything's done, it's like too late right. to even go in anywhere. But... but Hannah did get a call today. We did in the podcast sound room. Should be up. In September. So that's not, I mean, I guess it's like end of August. Yeah. So hopefully soon. Yeah. And I was, like I said, I was surprised that they even called it all. Yeah. I thought that was nice. I know. I agree. So I just, there's a lot of logistical things we'll have to figure out if we use the podcast room. Yes. The only, yeah, we'll just have to like try it i know oh and we did we purchased some new equipment which actually arrived when i left um, my house yeah there was i think that the mini mics and the little like car phone holder um came in the same package so those arrived. We'll definitely have to do a test run with those. Make sure it's the oh, sound that we yeah, want it to because be. Because last time we Yikes. just <laughs> didn't try it at all and just went expecting everything to be fine. Like, this will be fine when it's recorded on our phone. I was thinking, though, because before I came here, I went to Target. They have all their mm-hmm. Halloween stuff out. Like, they don't have everything out, like, in the back. You know, since back to school happened, like, two days ago, um, that stuff is all gone. <laughs> and, like, bye. Yeah, they have, like, a couple Halloween things back there. But in the front, mm-hmm. they have tons of Halloween stuff. And it's so cute. And I have no idea, like, what we would do with it. <laughs> right. But, like, but it's cute. we should find something to do with it, <laughs> some Aww. reason. Or, like, look around town and see if there's any fun, like, I don't know, activity. I don't Mm -hmm. know. We just should look at stuff. Yeah. Oh, and in case anyone forgot, I know it's, like, still end of August, but we haven't gotten any recommendations on Halloween costumes. Oh, yeah. And nobody said anything. Um, I mean, I guess we could figure it out ourselves, but... But we, I think it would be fun if we did, like, dress up every time we recorded in October, but I already know that's going to be a lofty goal. <laughs> <laughs> but if people would leave some recommendations of what you think we should dress up yeah. as, if you wanted to, like, I don't know, donate money to us... <laughs> We can take a trip to Spirit <laughs> Halloween, which we should do that anyway. That would I know, be funny. I love going in there anyway, just to look around because sometimes they have like merch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good merch. They, I was there because we got this like funny gift from my coworker for his birthday, mm-hmm. but um, I was there at Spirit Halloween and I was in the checkout and they had these like, I honestly couldn't tell what they were. I think they were just like chip bag clips which I would never really use right. that. but they had them for like tons of horror movies or like mm, that's they, cute. yeah they had them for like um Nightmare Before Christmas mm-hmm. Beetlejuice like a bunch of different ones and it's one of those things where it's like collect them all and there's right. like eight in the set and then I 
Oh, I wish I remembered how much they were. I feel like they were almost like $10 each because I was going to buy one. I'm like, oh my gosh, if they're That's like $3. Yeah. No, they was kind of yeah, expensive. Yeah, I feel like it is kind of expensive in there. And like some of the costumes are like $60 And they're plus. not even good no. quality. Like Right. It's always like that cheapy Halloween yeah. material. <laughs> well, last year when we were... Um, Monster High. Monster High. Yeah. And I remember I was going to get that wig and then mm-hmm. I just, they had the wig again. They're the same one. So I feel like they're just recycling a lot of ideas. I know. Here. I'm sure there's probably going to be a lot of Barbie and Ken mm-hmm. stuff this year. It was all gone. Like oh, the majority dang. of it was gone. So people like, they're getting their in. stuff early, man. Yeah. I wish that That's we had crazy. a That's Halloween like party months. to go to. Like a big one. I know. We don't. No. We should just find one and just crash, crash it. <laughs> we can go to the college town around here. We just can go <laughs> as thirty-year-old woman. No one would know. We <laughs> look young. the costume. Yeah, it's like we can do some fun face makeup. No, no one would no, know. No. Oh my god! Knowing like us, we'd see like somebody's sibling, and they like, <laughs> "What are you old ladies doing here?" Uh, never mind. <laughs> We're chaperoning. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so funny. Um, I don't we don't really want to touch on it too much because last time our whole episode was right. about the Bethany reality reckoning. But we did discuss on our uh TikTok Ariana's mm-hmm. podcast with Sheena. Um, what were your thoughts on that? I thought it was good. I'm glad they didn't like go into every little thing but I'm glad they kind of like disputed some of the stuff like Rachel was saying I was happy with that I mean it wasn't like crazy but I don't know I thought it was good though I'm glad she like said something I mean I feel like there's only so much you can like keep hearing and stuff without you saying anything right I thought she was very well spoken. I know, too. and I feel like that just shows how much more mature she oh, is yeah. than Tom and Rachel, right? And just like, you know, she even said regarding some of the stuff that was said at the reunion. Mm-hmm. She's like, that was so raw and right. fresh. I mean, of course, I'm gonna be she, mad and say things. Yeah, I like to help. Bethany made the whole thing like, oh, if, if you were my daughter, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, well, I have a mom, too. And she did not like what they did to right, me. I you know? know, it's like and I remember even saying that to somebody else. I was talking to them about I'm like, she's allowed to be like, if that was your yeah. child, that got that done. Or if my child was Rachel and did something like I wouldn't be happy. No, with them. I wouldn't either. I'd be I'd be mortified for. Right. Like because of what they did, I'd be extremely disappointed. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I I don't know. But I did. I thought Sheena really pulled out her journalism. Um, yeah, she did pretty. You know, I mean, didn't she go to school for that? Oh, like, yeah, so, so she. But that's just the difference, I think, between, like, and you say what you want. You know, she's a reality star herself. But she does have more of, like, a natural way about her to interview someone. Right. She didn't overpower the conversation. No. She gave Ariana plenty of space to mm-hmm. speak and was able to sit in quietness and listen. Right. So it was it was way more enjoyable to listen to than 
Bethany. Yes. And, like, (laughs) obviously, I love how Sheena just, like, fully embraces watching the show. Oh, I know. (laughs) She has the facts from all the seasons. But, I mean, obviously, she's on the show. But there is a difference between somebody who's just, like, saying whatever they think because of what they read online. Mm -hmm. It's like, you weren't there. (laughs) No. And, like we said before, she didn't do her homework. She didn't prepare for it you can't literally just see these things as isolated incidences Mm -hmm. and make a judgment exactly based on it and like i don't know we don't need to go on about that part of it for forever but that's why it was just (laughs) frustrating you know it was frustrating to listen to and i like too how ariana was like i was just kind of disappointed in the whole thing yeah and and i thought she was like nice about Rachel, too. It's like Bethany knows better, you know, and I'd like to say Rachel does, too. But clearly she the poor thing is very easily led. Yes. Um, I said in our TikTok too, like I felt a undertone of sadness yeah. from Ariana, like sadness for obviously what happened with her relationship, what happened with the friendship, mm-hmm. but also just like genuine like. I feel sympathy for Rachel because it's clear that she does not understand that she's being manipulated. And it's like she still doesn't get get it. And I do. I definitely felt like that, too. Like, I felt like she just seemed really disappointed Mm -hmm. in everything. Yeah. No, it was good. And. I we talked about it before, but I really am excited for her book and hearing her talk about like a little bit more about the cocktails. And mm-hmm. it I know I think excited. it'll be an interesting book. Yeah, to like kind of go through. I never looked at their um, the other book, me so I don't even know if it's like going to be a similar like yeah. format type thing. Or I what? mean, if anything, it'll be fun to kind like of try some of the drinks. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, well, good for her. Yeah, I think she definitely handled it with a lot of maturity. So. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> um, did you see a funny thing about Oh, it? yeah. That's right. <laughs> I thought this was really my funny. awkward segue. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I thought this was really funny. Somebody commented this on something. Should I say who it was by? Sure. Give them a shout out. Goobly. We could use everything. The. So G-O-O-B-L-Y-T-H-E. So she was explaining the um, scandal, but using the Friends characters <laughs> to, like, help you understand. Um, you need to use the Friends comparison. It's like Chandler and Monica have been together for years and bought a house together, but Chandler goes and has an affair with Rachel. And Monica has no idea, keeps defending both Chandler and her BFF Rachel whenever anybody mentions anything to her. And Chandler's BFF, Joey, totally knows and is keeping it a secret, too. Oh, and Rachel also hooked up with Joey one night, probably... To make Chandler jealous, <laughs> Joey is the very recent ex-husband of Phoebe. Just go with me here. And Phoebe is so hurt that Joey hooked up with another person in the friend group. And everybody just keeps focusing on this because the other affair has been kept a secret. Oh, and also Rachel just broke off her engagement with Ross. Seriously, I couldn't make this up even if I tried. But I was like... It, that is true. <laughs> I just thought that was Yeah, really I mean, funny. obviously it's not like the exact same no. plot line, but it's... It's like the but same like, dynamic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was funny. I like that. Wow. Good for, good for that. Goobly. Goobly. 
<laughs> nice job, Googly. <laughs> That's like, I don't even know. <laughs> You're probably saying it wrong. It's probably like, go, obli. <laughs> go, obli. You know what? Probably. <laughs> they get a shout out on the pod. Anywho. Yeah, that's a good one because it's a lot of people just like can't wrap can't their mind around it. Or if they didn't watch the Vanderpump, you know, they're just not going to get it. No, they don't get it. Um, so I had kind of a crazy idea. All right. Wait, what's it about? <laughs> Us or the podcast? Well, it would be more about me, but I think oh. it could potentially benefit us okay okay <laughs> should i apply for the bachelor oh that would be fun <laughs> not that i would ever get on it but i'm kind of like no, interested, I'm interested in like the um i know like the whole process i've yeah. always thought that that um i'd love to know somebody who like does it or like i'm like i want to do i mean obviously i can't but right. I, I just well, want to go know on and experience you could it would be very can't the most dramatic season, season ever yeah, she, the way they always say that she has a family at home <laughs> and then the guy's like did you just use me no 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 that's not how it looks <laughs> but that would be fun. Because I honestly, I mean, I haven't watched The Bachelor or Bachelorette in quite some time. But then I was listening, you know, I listened to like Nick Files podcast and The Bachelorette is over and then they announced the mm. new Bachelor. I cannot for the life of me remember his name. I should have looked it up. I think, you think it's he's your type? Joey. <laughs> um, I, I feel like I should well, yeah. be careful what should I, I say <laughs> in case I get, get on it. chosen. <laughs> yes, I think I'm in love with him just by looking at these photos. Oh. No, but oh, I feel like the one photo I oh. saw of him was the like cast photo, and those are always horrible. Is it this guy? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh no, he looks Be careful. He looks handsome there. <laughs> yeah. Like those cast photos are oh, always horrific. Fun. Yeah, why not? I mean, Let's why not? Give it a try. I mean, there's no way I'm gonna like actually make it on. Know. But it would there's be kind of funny just there. to see like how far. Yes. Or like what if you get to like a certain point but then don't get all the way? Right. And like I can't realistically just like quit my job right but what if i wonder what would happen if i literally went to them and said look i got on the bachelor i feel like they have to because it'd just be like a maternity leave yeah and i don't even think it's that long i was looking no. it up and i don't think it's actually that long of a time because they're always like week by week and we're right. like oh that was a whole week or they probably do some things like Two things in one week oh, sometimes. Yeah. I'm sure they do. It's probably like every day. Yeah. And we're just like. <laughs> they film it on drug two out weeks. over like yeah. three months for us. <laughs> so I think it would be kind of funny that just to funny. apply. Might as well try. Yeah. Then if it doesn't work this time, do it next time. Just keep doing it. <laughs> Are you going to watch the Golden Bachelor? I don't know. Because I kind of want to. I, they haven't showed what the ladies look like yet, did they? I haven't seen, but I haven't really, really been following. I know part of me wants to, but the I just want to at least me, see the first episode. Yeah, like I think I'll see the first one just to see. I, haven't, I don't remember the last season I watched. I just like... 
I, I feel like it was like, Colton was the last oh, one. Oh, yeah. Well, that obviously didn't work out. Um, no. I, we went in a completely different <laughs> no. direction. I just had one of those moments where I'm like, what am I watching? None of this even is real. None of this matters in the scheme of our world. Well, you know? It, I know. And it just is like, in the beginning, it seemed more genuine because it wasn't like a bunch of clout chasers. Mm-hmm. And now it just really feels like it really took. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems like people just want to be famous now. And so right. it's kind of like boring well, in that and way. And when you just see so many people that are so many of the couples that don't work out, you're like, okay. Chuck. You know? Right. Like it's It not... is kind of like a weird thing. Like, you know, you have to like be invested in that person i know no it just it's interesting too because like how nick i love this is what i love listening to him for even if i don't watch the bachelor like i love how he'll put i know his I inside like, scoop in there i know i like listening to the stuff about the bachelor even though i don't really watch yeah but like he's been on it like four times so he really knows <laughs> what's going on <laughs> but he'll just be like you know yeah, no, this is how it goes. Mm-hmm. Or, like, when um, it's the final episode and stuff, like, at that point, and they're coming out for after the final rose, at that point, like, they've been together for I don't even know how many weeks, but it's been right. quite a while. Right. So, like, are they watching this season together? Right. <laughs> but, like, they have to, like, not even really be seen and then, you know, that'd be such a weird dynamic. Although they're not like overly famous people, no. Anyway, so it's probably easier to like but go still, into obscurity. Right. It's still weird, though. But you always see this stuff where it'll be like, "Oh, so and so's at hometown, so we know who makes yeah. it." You know, like there's always somebody who like lives in. Remember that one that was in like Hudson, Ohio? Oh yeah. And then it was like, oh, well, they're in Hudson. We see him filming, so we know that she makes it. But um, yeah. And then he was Nick Vial was like, yeah. Well, then you know, there if the winner is watching it, and then the Bachelor or Bachelorette is saying like, I love you to these other people, or you're watching them go to the fantasy mm-hmm. suites. It's like. Ouch. Like, you know what I mean? Watch it. I know. Yeah. Or like just the cringe of it. Plus, you know all those people on there at that point. I know. It would just be really weird to like yeah. see them. <laughs> so, okay, I'll apply just yeah, for just see what happens and see what happens. They'll probably see my like body proportions and be like, Mm, no, we we Literally, take five there's definitely, eights <laughs> There's definitely a bachelor and bachelorette look, look for sure. <laughs> yeah, they'll be like, um, get a little bit of filler, lose fifteen pounds. <laughs> Literally, though, if they all like. They're all like those pageanty looking yes, girls. I know, which is fine, but and it's the same with the men too. Like so many of them look the same. I know they're like the generic, generic guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I'll keep people updated. Yeah, we'll see what have any of you, our listeners, have you guys ever applied? Yeah. Like, or do I you would, know anybody? Yeah, I would love to that's know because I don't know any. I knew who was it my one friend's it was like someone adjacent to them Mm -hmm. not like a close friend was on it Mm. but 
it wasn't like, oh, tell us how. Like, yeah, you know, they didn't the know dates. him that well. Right. All right. I'll do it. <laughs> you twisted my arm. <laughs> I think it would be interesting. It would be interesting. And just, like, imagine if I got on it, like, how crazy would that be? Or, like, what if it just, like, all of a sudden you're loving one of those unhinged girls on there? <laughs> like, you just don't expect it to go that way for you. And yeah, that's and the direction it goes. And then I come back on the pod and I'm like, the edit. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's the edit. <laughs> you're anything like us you love to sneak a little bit of that raw cookie dough out of the bowl before you bake it you know it's bad for you but it's just so good that you can't help it well now there's a company that is making raw cookie dough that is actually safe to eat and it is made with good for you ingredients at dough they make cookie doughs that taste amazing they're vegan they're gluten-free and they are enhanced with vitamins and supplements that can help with immunity your skin and mood support the best part about these is that you can eat it right out of the tub or you can spoon it out and bake it in just eight or nine minutes they also have some delicious donut holes that we recently tried on the podcast and these are perfect if you want to bring them to work or even put them in a lunchbox. They're enhanced with some more vitamins that can help increase energy and metabolism. And let me tell you, they were so good. We tried the chocolate and the vanilla ones and they were just amazing. So be sure to try dough at eatdough.com. And if you use our promo code ESWB pod, you will receive 10% off and you can use free shipping on orders over $30 before free shipping. So that's eatdough.com and dough is spelled D-E-U-X and use E-S-W-B pod at checkout for a nice discount. Well, I guess we can just touch base quickly about Real Housewives because we were just talking Preview, or unless did you have anything else before mm-hmm. we okay we were just talking off mic before we started how i don't know it's a little like awkward yeah i know it's get, it's getting kind of weird like i don't even i don't know it's getting weird or like in there like hitting such low blows mm-hmm. with each other and i'm i don't know it's like it's getting a little confusing in some parts. It is. And I don't know if some of it's because we didn't watch the past couple seasons right. or what. But it's like, I just feel like I'm missing something. Me too. I mean, yeah, that could totally be our fault because we haven't watched in a while. But I don't know. Usually you can watch those seasons separately mm-hmm. and not feel that way. No. Um. I did think it was nice at the beginning how Emily's working with the wrongly accused. I know, that was interesting. Again, that kind of felt like it came out of nowhere. Right, because I knew that she was an attorney, but I didn't know that she did anything with that now. You know, so obviously she's keeping up with her license and everything. Um, But I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, she's out here doing it. (laughs) And it was, you know, it was like a la Kim Kardashian. When she was doing that. Was it mm-hmm. with the Innocence Project? Was it with the same thing? I couldn't. It sounded familiar, but I didn't know if it was because of I can't Kim remember. or not. Um, some of those stories, not to like go off on this, but 
can you even like imagine like I you know not to get anything political about our justice system (laughs) but we know it's not always just but it's like how can someone you always hear these things where it's like there needs to be a body or there needs to be evidence and now in this day and age where we have so much DNA Mm -hmm. testing capabilities it's like nearly impossible to not have that right and we don't know when some of those women were, you know, convicted. But it's just like, how can we have so many of these, like, wrongly convicted people? Like, I it's know. just and it's bizarre. Like, and it's like, oh, it doesn't affect you until it does. Yeah, I know. You know, like, right. you just never know what's going to happen where it's like you're in that situation. Right. And just so scary. I mean, how that one woman was like, I literally came home from work and found my boyfriend dead. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, she's the number one suspect. Right. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and I don't know anything about that case. So I don't want to fully speak on that. But obviously, she was exonerated. So, mm-hmm. but just like how terrifying that that could happen. It is. I know. Like, it is scary. I know. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> And I felt like they didn't even really, like, touch on that. It was almost like this is a lighthearted event. Like, it's not actually. I know. Like, let's pick out a dress. Yeah. It's actually horribly sad. I know. And I'm like, wait, am I? I remember I had to, like, rewind that a little bit because I was kind of confused about what was going on. Like, I thought she was just, like, a victim. I mean, in the way that, like, something happened to her boyfriend. I was like, oh, no, wait. She was, like, accused of it? Like, whoa, what? (laughs) Yeah, that was. And the guy who, like, you know, was in, I can't remember what his story was. He was, like, six. That one where he's, like, 16. I can't remember the story There was, like, a group of them or something. Mm -hmm. I mean, God, he missed out on so much of his life. Anyway, but that just felt kind of odd, too, because it was like, what a beautiful thing and what an amazing thing to highlight. And making it silly. Yeah, (laughs) and it was almost, like, tainted by everything that was then going on with Shannon that was adjacent Mm -hmm. to um, the whole— It all started when Heather and Shannon—oh, wait, that was, like, dumb. When they Heather and Shannon even talked, that was silly. I know. I thought it was really weird when— Shannon was like, oh, well, I took your text as a threat. And then she literally read the text and it didn't sound threatening at all. Like, I don't know what's going on with Shannon. I know. It's because she's got herself all flustered about everybody talking about her relationship. Yeah. (laughs) She's like just freaking herself out. I know. and But like, I'm like kind of concerned for her because then in the confessionals, everybody's talking about her drinking. Yes. And I mean, I don't think that there's anything so dark and horrible going on in her relationship Mm -hmm. with John, but it doesn't sound like it's a healthy relationship. No, it doesn't sound like it's a good one at all. (laughs) So just because he's not like abusing her or something doesn't mean that it isn't still a bad relationship. Um. I felt, I felt like when she's, like, trying to get ready for the party, the little fiesta, and then Heather shows up, and then they get in a fight, and she, like, left. It was giving so, like, bravo, bravo, bravo by mm-hmm. Denise Richards, but they're, like... Mm-mm-mm. We're not playing that game. We're not this playing time. that. Like we keep these cameras rolling. <laughs> like you can get up all you want, Shannon. I know they really were like break trying to break that wall, the fourth yeah. wall or whatever. Which 
the producers, they were literally just like, fine, we'll just turn the camera. Know, right? <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. It just like, felt, okay. it just felt kind of performative though, because then it happened a second time I in know. the episode. And it already happened in a previous episode. Right. It's so like, it's just like, and more importantly, Shannon, you are supposed to be getting ready for this party. You keep setting it up <laughs> and then running away. Like, what are you doing? It's just so, like, <laughs> she's definitely. She's a bit something's, dramatic. yeah, something's going on with her. Um, I thought the adoption talk with Jen and oh. what's his name, Dominic? That was awkward. I'm sorry. It was awkward. It's like, don't. It just felt like very for TV. The kid didn't want to be having that conversation. It's like, they can have that off camera. Right. Like, he wanted to play with his little soccer ball. And she's, like, hugging him. Do you ever think about your mom? Yeah, but I didn't want to talk about it right now. I'm alone in my bed crying. (laughs) Yes. I thought, think about her. (laughs) Like, that was just so, like, Jen, we think what you're doing is really beautiful for him. You don't have to try to convince us. No. (laughs) Um, And then Emily and Shannon started fighting, and then that's when, you know, they both talked to production, which, again, felt really performative. That's when Shannon said, John's kids don't really like me, and if that ever got out, well, guess what? They didn't cut it, so it's out there, and you said it. And it's out on Watch What Happens Live. Right, we already knew that because it was a production in whatever restaurant they were at. Um, Oh, the one thing, this isn't really that important, but I, it is so difficult for me to watch Gina on this show sometimes. I mean... Her style and overall vibe, I just cannot get on board with it. That orange I was, dress. I was listening to this other podcast. I think it was X Knows All, and she was talking about how she's like, the seasons are just so different now. And she's like, I don't want to see Gina in her tiny town home. <laughs> like, I want to see the rich girls again. <laughs> or like with Beverly Hills, because like, mm. I'm rewatching that, or not rewatching. I'm watching last season for the first time because I didn't watch it before. And they literally, because this is Erica Jane, you know, has lost everything. Yeah. Mm. She it cuts to the, <laughs> you know, how they'll do like the mansion shot yes. where they're like Tamara's house. Well, this was like the dingiest, crappiest little home. Oh, it's like a though. bungalow, and I was like. Oh my God, where the heck are they? <laughs> and that, like, there wasn't a little Chiron at the bottom, and there's, it's like dirty outside, like, no landscaping mm-hmm. upkept. And then they go inside, and I'm like, oh, it's Erica <laughs> because she has nothing. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I don't want, I want to see the luxury. Like, that's what I'm watching this show but, for. Yeah, and I think too, like, Gina just kind of like, I don't know. She just keeps kind of like whining about everything. She is whining. I just don't. And maybe, you know, I know that she's been through a lot. Everything with her ex-husband sounds like. And then apparently she had this DUI thing. Yes. And how crappy for Shannon. I just bring it. That was what. That's why I'm like, this is just mean. Right. I don't like. There was no reason to bring that up. And she's like, 
Because if I wouldn't, and I was kind of confused about the whole thing. She's like, if I wouldn't have done that, then her kids would have been to CPS. It's like. Well, and that's what I didn't know. Was that brought up in a previous season? I don't know. Because it almost feels like it wasn't fully. Yeah. And then I feel like this part of it where Shannon said the CPS thing was like the new thing. That was totally below Mm. the belt. There was no reason to comment on that. You're talking about somebody else's kids now. And she just did that to be flat out mean. I know. There was. And she because she's annoyed and trying to deflect and that's why she brought it up there was no reason to talk about it and i was glad that jen kind of like said that's enough yeah you know i mean she could have definitely done more but she didn't want to like make it even more yeah (laughs) that was just ridiculous i agree um i thought senior noodles was extremely cringy And then Shannon is there loving it, like, <laughs> yeah, guy, look at him, Senor Noodle. And everybody's there, like, uh-huh. And then I kind of thought it was funny, too, and Shannon was like, and then, you know, what was it, like, three or two couples or three couples didn't come? What do you expect? You right. just got to fight with Heather. I know, and I mean, even Tamara said that. But I know, and it's like, it sucks, but... Why but would they sit there? Why and would they come? That but that was like you know we talk about Tamra also just being out for for Tamra and trying to like get more airtime or whatever. But it's like she isn't even a true friend. Like she's there, not even defending Shannon. She's no. like, well, what? Why would they come? Which I mean is true. Right. But you're the one that caused all that I drama, know. Tamara. Yeah, like, it's you're kind of on there you. Eating your food. Right. Yeah, the fiesta. I also thought, like, I hope that, like, they would have had a bigger table because if there were three yeah. more couples. <laughs> They'd have been on each other's laps. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just thought that whole thing was kind of cringy. I did think the drunk edit was kind of funny, though. It was. <laughs> where they're just like, whoa. Yeah, that was kind of funny. Um, what else even happened after that? Oh, Ryan, mm. another gem. Yeah, his, like, joke. I don't even. Was it was something. A, I don't even know what Tamara it exactly was. Tamara said something to Shannon's boyfriend about not doing other women. Oh, yeah. And then he goes, that's my job. Yeah. He literally <laughs> gets up off the seat, like, no, like throws a yeah. napkin down or something, and is like, Wait a minute, guys. Listen to my joke. Like That's can, my job. Can it's you like it's not stop? funny because that's true. Right. Can you stop talking about your cheating? We all know you were it's unfaithful. Not funny. It's not cute. No, and it's like he cannot help himself. Mm-mm. Like he is like a cartoon of a man. I know. And like, she's he's just a caricature. She's so like docile or whatever the word is. Like, that's such an uncompliment. Well, I mean, we've heard that they're together basically just for the show, so. Um, Oh, Heather gets her apartment, and I just, I seriously, I'm going to stitch these together and put in a TikTok that we literally called this, that she is inching towards the Beverly Hills crossover. I mean, it is basically, if Bravo does not do this, I don't understand. It is in their lap right now and that apartment (laughs) was absurd Mm -hmm. like why else would you need that unless you needed it to film come on i know i do think her son is so cute like and he just seemed like so 
like I don't we barely know them obviously mm-hmm. but he seemed like genuinely like oh my god this is amazing oh. like he wasn't so like jaded or right. like expected I thought it was cute when he was like oh yeah I'm definitely gonna have parties here <laughs> um I don't know everything is just weird how they're still making everything seem like it's all Heather's fault with the Shannon stuff. That was kind of the end where Emily and Shannon met. And they basically just pinned it all on Heather yet again. Yep. So Heather is going to bounce to Beverly Hills. Taylor's going to come on as a main cast member. And honestly, Heather will be... Laughing as she counts her money. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, Heather is actually rich. So yeah, so <laughs> she is a real housewife, and that's the kind of stuff I want to see. I want to see her and Terry get into. I know. You know, fifty-five million dollar <laughs> homes, and you know, is she like one of the richest housewives there's ever been? She's on the list. I looked it up the one time. Yeah, I don't know. I know Lisa Vanderpump is up there. Obviously, Kathy Hilton. Um, I can't even remember some of the other ones. I think Adrienne Maloof might have been oh, up there because yeah. remember her family. Oh, yeah. Side note: Speaking of Adrienne, iconic housewife iconic i would love to see her back even though i don't think she really has a place in this series anymore that was just the brandy stuff oh. the surrogate gate <laughs> it was just it's too good but i was thinking no about... shame on you <laughs> yes yeah it just felt like i mean things are obviously so below the belt then too but I don't it know. Felt things more authentic. Yes, like it, it did. didn't feel, feel as mean spirited. Crystal <laughs> meth in the bathroom. <laughs> but I will never forget the time I was in New York. This must have been 2017, or no, it wasn't that late. It would have been like 2012, 2012, 2013, and Iggy Azalea was playing at this club. And this was like right when Iggy was about to pop off. Mm-hmm. We got tickets to go here into this club. And it was one that like Adrian's family mm-hmm. owned. And so she was there like sponsoring oh, yeah, it. Or I whatever. remember that. You tell me about that. I and Iggy's there. And it's like, okay, yay, Iggy Azalea. And then Adrian Maloof comes out. My friends like walk away because Iggy had gone off the stage. I see Adrian. I literally lost my mind. Like, I became completely (laughs) unhinged. I flew up to the stage, Mm -hmm. and I was like, Adrian! Adrian! (laughs) You're the reason I'm here. She touched my hand. I will never forget it. pretty little hands. And she had that glitter in her hair at the time. Oh, my God. She was like an angel. I know. I I was sad when her... Paul. Paul, me too. I mean, they didn't really have the no. greatest relationship. But it still but... was like, I felt like it was like, that was their thing, was to <laughs> pick at each other. I don't know. It just seemed healthy. For her to belittle him yeah. constantly. <laughs> it just was so charming. <laughs> yeah, I miss, I miss her. She was good. Those were the days, yeah, man. Really Those days. were the good old days. You can't recreate that anymore. No, you can't. 
But yeah, I don't even know. I didn't watch the preview for this week, no. so I don't know what's oh, going on. Oh, I think on. I did. It was like a long thing again. It's like, why are we keep getting these long preview things? Yeah, I guess it's just I'm feeling uncomfortable with it, and I'm feeling just kind of uncomfortable that like it just seems so produced, not even produced like by the actual producers, produced them. by them. Yeah. Just have real drama, ladies. There's plenty of stuff you could actually talk about. Literally. Um, well, should we take a little break before sure. we get into mean baby? <laughs> baby. <laughs> okay, we're back. And I guess we're just gonna <laughs> get into it. We just had kind of a hard time with this one. Guys, if you read Mean Baby by Selma Blair along with us this month, God bless. Because um I think we are going <laughs> to try to be sensitive, though, because yeah. I think this book, I believe in the acknowledgement, she said she wrote this for her son. Well, I don't no. really know what to think about that. <laughs> that makes me more uncomfortable. <laughs> I know that the, she, oh my God. I feel like... Mm. No. I don't think that's the type of book. No, and I, to be okay. completely honest, by the time we got to the acknowledgments, I was so checked out, I did not listen to them. So no. that was new information so, yeah. for me. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> so anyway. We're just going to get into it. We're just getting into it, and then we're just going to go. So... Basically, Mean Baby comes from what you kind of talked about in the other episodes, is in the most literal sense. Mm-hmm. Because she, I guess she had like these big eyebrows when she was a baby. Yeah. And so she looked mean. Yeah. And, and people, people would, would like actually, say that. That's family. a mean baby. That's a mean baby over there. <laughs> Which I actually find kind of funny because neither one of my kids <laughs> have eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just like funny what to if think. they did. Would they look mean? Probably not. Hers are probably so big and bushy and I know. Um uh I thought it was interesting how from the very early chapters of this book that she almost like dropped little hints about the MS. Yes, I thought that would because I guess in the overall book she really doesn't get that much into the MS. Right. But she, like, is that, I meant to look it up. Me is too. that common I don't with know. MS? Is it being, like... Well, and the, I was genuinely confused. I don't know anyone personally who suffers from MS. I don't know a ton about it. Um, I should have looked up more stuff. I know. But, but I was kind of hoping to get some of that information from me this Me too. I was, I was too. But I... I felt like she never said, I mean, she said throughout basically the entire book about these weird symptoms that she would yeah, have. Yeah, and then she would have these like physical symptoms. Yes, but I was but, like. And mental too. Yeah. She's but like, she, now I know that was a mess. But she never said, I talked with my doctor. I know, there was like I, one time where she said like it finally got like 
diagnosed and that but was that was it. ages yeah that was like recently when that happened so, so i don't know why she thinks that this all these things were ms and not and just like a mental were, health thing. well yeah i mean the mental health that's a whole nother thing we can discuss in a little bit because it gets very interesting but i mean it was literally maybe even in the first chapter or two when she talks about the tingling in the arms yeah, thing i thought that was i don't know it just I, was like I would have liked to know, did you talk to a doctor about it? This whole or time. Or was this like no one caught it? I know. Or was it like you literally never sought I know. I wondered that too. Help. And then I'm like, but was that like growing pains? Right. Because I mean, she's talking about this from like. Very young age. Early, early. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was, and I, and is that just an inference that she made or was they actually or, yeah. like, yes, that in that point in your life was actually right. MS. Or you know how you're like, oh, well, now that I have this diagnosis, that makes sense with it. I, like you put always, the strings yeah. together, but like, was that reality? Actually, yeah, I thought that was, I don't know. Uh, I felt, speaking of like was that reality i did think with some of the stuff when she talked about her mother i mean absolutely mother was toxic 100 percent. you know but it was almost like who doesn't have a toxic parent at some in some way right and i also felt like it was kind of the time yeah that doesn't make it right no. But I know she talks a lot about, like, her mom just really valued, like, beauty and fashion. Mm-hmm. And she just really believed that's how you were going to get places in life. But, you know, some of the thing, too, was she was kind of like a menace as a child. Yes. And which she kind of, like, says, like, I'm not just calling her that. But she, yeah. like, just, like, punch men and, like, yeah. their crotch. She just, said like, that it was, nowhere. like, at a funeral. And yeah, she, she just, would... like, would run up to people. But, I mean, I guess... She said, like, every, like, all her sisters, everybody had, like, a role, like, you're the smart yeah, one. Yeah, that this. was assigned to them. And she, like, she was, was the, the evil one, the mean baby. <laughs> the bad emotional yeah. one. And it's like, I do think that wasn't fair to, like, put you that on do, a child because she did kind of, like, become. Right. That. You do go into your role. But it was almost, like, to the extreme. I mean, I know she, she was took in, that very seriously. I don't even know what. It was like maybe third, fourth, fifth grade. And she told a girl to eat staples. And she's like, yeah, I hoped that I would get her genes when she died. Yeah. Like she would say stuff like that. I mean, she was. If that's not like a mental illness, I truly don't know what is. Yeah. And I felt like she kind of was like, I was just so misunderstood. I'm like, I don't know. Because it felt like you really were like me. Yeah. Um, and it was also, I guess, I don't know, the, the tone of the overall book to me almost felt a little self-righteous, a little out of touch. I really felt like I was, and I don't mean, I mean this in not a mean way, but (laughs) it almost felt like it was written by a kid. Yes. Like there was a really like child juvenile tone. Even when even in the parts where she's like older. Like I definitely don't think this was a book written by somebody that has been healed and did inner child. No, 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 no. But like almost from like early on when she's talking about stuff with her um 
her parents and her mm-hmm. childhood. And she's like, you know, we didn't really have much. But then she's like, mom always bought these designer clothes. And she bought me to get my first designer know, coat. And, and we had a nanny. A Burberry we coat. Went, yeah, we went on these vacations and we had steak dinners for our family of five or whatever and her mom was a judge i don't know what the pay rate was back then but i mean i feel like that was like a but dad also worked yeah so it's like i feel like they were and not everybody has just like five thousand dollars lying around to buy a coat right i mean that's what was just kind of weird it was like she she didn't really ever seem to understand her privilege yeah and, and i feel like there's a lot of like celebrities that don't like to like admit that they grew up wealthy because it like takes something away or right. like makes people dislike you and i feel like that does happen a lot mm-hmm. but it was just kind of weird to like say all these things but then act like you guys were just barely hanging in there right i mean clearly they weren't um that way at all um i think mom probably struggled with some like a mood disorder herself yeah she definitely like her mom was not very maternal she was like stone cold i thought and i googled this because i'm listening to this and i'm like has someone blair been diagnosed as bipolar Mm -hmm. like i and i'm not one that like diagnoses people but i was like this sounds like definitely a mood disorder Mm -hmm. for sure and then I Googled it and it was like, no, like she's been, she says that she's depressed, has depression and anxiety. And I'm like, there's more to that for sure, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it definitely. Was... And that's just from listening to this book. Obviously, we don't know her, but it right. just was like that the ups and downs. I mean, it was really like a challenge to listen to at times because yeah, they were kind of like sort through yes. the different emotions about the different things. Because I know we were talking about a little earlier. It was like at a certain point, like I would just stop taking notes mm-hmm. because it just wasn't clear what was happening. No. And I was a little bit confused with some of the like trail train of thought. Right. And the whole thing really was just a list of her self-destructive behaviors yeah really i mean that was from like that was it yeah from like alcohol abuse Mm. and even that timeline got a little murky because it almost seemed like she's in the third grade getting like right well and i didn't because her family is jewish and so they were practicing what like shabbat or something Mm -hmm. and they you know, they have wine there. Mm-hmm. And that's when she said that she kind of had her first bit of alcohol. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I mean, I thought it was bizarre because she even said in the book, she's like, I decided right then I'm just going to be the best alcoholic ever. Yeah, I thought that was kind of strange. She's just like, this is what it is. This is a solve or like how I can solve every one of my problems is alcohol. Right. And I was like, what? Yeah, that was, that was like, before the third grade and at the third grade when she kind of... And that was, like, a main plot line throughout yeah, it always her, the whole go, book, yeah, really. It always goes back to alcohol, mm-hmm. which I found... I don't know. I, I'm not somebody who, like, does that. Like, I don't turn to no. drugs and alcohol. Not that I can't be self-destructive, but it's like, I yeah. don't turn to that stuff. And I really would, like an actual explanation about that from some of these people and it's like 
You know, I understand people can have addictions. People make choices that aren't always, like, fully in line with the way they were raised or Mm -hmm. whatever. But it's just like, yeah, mom was unstable. Let's just say dad, there really wasn't a lot about him until later. No, she almost said nothing about him. Yeah. So, I mean, they don't seem like they were the most supportive parents in the way Mm -hmm. that she probably needed. I don't know about the sisters. Like, at some points, it seems like they were close. Others, it didn't. Mm -hmm. But it's just, like, a little bit frustrating to listen to, like, she just got into these self-destructive behaviors seemingly out of nowhere. It's like she really didn't have, like horrible things that happened in her life when she was younger that brought her to this right. or like her role models that weren't very good mm-hmm. I mean they weren't great but they didn't they weren't addicts themselves right I just that's what makes me think more too that there is something more going on with like a mood or personality right. disorder that kind of and some of the stuff too it's like she would be so deeply affected by the smallest little thing and some of the stuff i was like you know is this just her perception of it or was this reality yeah you know like everything with that nanny Mm -hmm. when like the nanny got let go and that Mm -hmm. was apparently this huge dramatic thing and Mm -hmm. it's like okay did that really happen that way right you know there were just multiple things where i was like I don't think that we have the most reliable narrator. Yes. Yeah, she definitely isn't. And she likes, and she definitely, she gets emotional in the book a lot, which is fine. Mm -hmm. But it's stuff that you think you'd be able to say now, you know, at 50 something. yeah, Yeah. Without getting that extremely emotional. And I mean, she... (laughs) Gets inspired by Anne Frank and, like, really truly believes that she and Anne Frank are, like, similar. Yeah, that was... And that that's just kind of, like, an example odd. of some of the stuff she would do. And, I mean, at one point, you know, just school's awful. She has no friends, but she also has a childhood friend that ends up passing away. Well childhood friend or love of her life right. I mean it was very kind of confusing it be- was because it's like oh he was like yeah like my boyfriend but then he was just like a childhood friend it or was- then like she's acted as if they were like lifelong lovers yes. before then and then like at one point she but he's was like briefly mentioned yes but then at one point she was like his name was Bradley she's like yeah Brad and I were together and then she's like, then my sophomore year, I was with Joe. The other guy. You yeah, know, I don't know a name. I just said a name. But it's like, okay, but I thought you were with Bradley. Yeah. And then you even, then she goes back and it's like, then he's in college and we still kept in contact all the time. And they were kind of dating then. Yeah, or, I, that part was kind of confusing. <laughs> so the thing that made me like the most uncomfortable with that so traumatizing 100 percent, that he you know just got in some sort of accident and died very suddenly and she was very emotional about that and clearly has not worked through it but i thought it was almost like inappropriate that she even talked about it as much as she did because she even said in the book like 
I don't know what happened to him. His parents didn't yes. want that out there. His parents didn't like talk but about it. But here's his first and last name. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to talk about everything that I know. And I'm going to say that his how parents I, didn't want to talk about it. Right. And I'm going to say how I feel about it because that's the most important thing yeah. to be out there. And there's a, we'll get into it later, but there's like another death she talks about. Yes. That, that made me too. feel really uncomfortable. Actually, there's several deaths. Yeah. We'll get into that. But, like, it almost was like, okay, if you, like, how close were you really with Bradley? Because right. if his parents wouldn't talk to you about right. why he, or how he died or anything, when you made it seem like he was the love of your life, mm-hmm. like, it, clearly they weren't that right. close. You I know mean, what at I least, mean? Well, it's I like, know. at least the way she's presenting it. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of like, that doesn't add up. Right, I just, but I mean, obviously it would be like, I don't know if you've known someone like from childhood, like through high school. I mean, I guess I'm just thinking of like somebody we went to like grade school and high school with that they passed away and be like, that's really, really sad. But but what I say, what I take on that as my own like grief and trying to like, you know what I mean? Not at this point, but like he died when he was like a freshman. She was like a... right. In college, and she was, like, a senior or junior mm-hmm, or something. Something like that. So it's, like, they – it sh- and they still were in contact. So I feel yes. like I understand why it would be so impactful to her, but it doesn't really make sense that, like, she wouldn't know what happened. Like, I right. just think if that happened to us with, like, somebody we went to high school with, same timeline. Right. We would have – well, I mean, it kind of did in a way with, like – one person but it's like we were there for like right. the services we right. were there we knew what was going on like right. it kind of, kind of different situation but just still same like if you were really close to him why didn't <laughs> you know yeah i know that was very odd and just also respect his family yes. you know they clearly didn't want to make it a huge deal now no. you put it in your book I know, like, fully in your book. Like, I don't, I mean, I don't know if they're reading your book. But, but still, like you said, it's not, you. she made it about your, her. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's not, I don't feel like it's her story to tell. And I definitely, like I said, we'll get into them later. But she kind of does this multiple times. Yes. And I think that's what kind of discredits the story. Yeah. But um, is this when she, trigger warning. I guess we should have put a trigger warning. At the beginning. Because... This, but to be completely fair, there was no trigger warning for us. For us. I mean, <laughs> we this this was honestly shocking. Like, because um, I listened to it and I like sent you a video and I was like, "What is going <laughs> on? going on?" Well, there's kind of like a lot of st- I don't even know. Well, some okay. stuff happened in between Bradley and what we're about to talk about that I didn't take any notes on because it was just kind of like a record repeating itself over and over. I know. I in the timeline, even like when I'm reading my notes, it doesn't. It, it is it's hard. jumping all over. Yeah, it's yeah. hard. So I'm. We're trying to keep it. But I think this was when this was when she was in high school. Yeah, right? and she like we're talking about the older guy, right? Yeah, the dean. Okay, so. She basically isn't doing well in school, which she talks about like well, she a went, lot. This is another thing about her privilege. This is a private, very yes. elite high school. And she's like, I, yeah, and she like was gonna get kicked out yeah. because she wasn't. 
doing good or she wasn't yeah up she to wasn't class or doing something? yeah she wasn't doing well and so basically like her mom of... just came in and was like no do you know who i am <laughs> no, you know basically like, no. which again it's like i don't think that weight would carry with my parents yeah. doing something like that but you know so basically he starts kind of like mentoring her and she starts doing a better in school but obviously of course he there's was grooming bad, her yeah, yeah bad intentions he you know kind of assaults her basically mm-hmm. and she doesn't want it and this i thought was interesting too the her boyfriend at the time which is not the guy that passed no, away no this is the other boyfriend yes believes her yeah. and then he kind of like is protecting her but he wasn't protect but the way she worded it was like he wasn't protecting her enough yeah i'm like well what did you i know like he would wait outside the door anytime she had to go in there and but then she but she didn't tell anybody else no she just told this boyfriend which i understand why she didn't tell anybody else and she's like completely devastated by this as anyone would be like she feels betrayed but wanted to stay at this school yeah and so and i think at one point too her mom she tells she tells her her mom mom, and her mom's like well just don't say anything because it's not worth it and then what did she did she get in trouble or something and then the mom the mom was like i know what you you did did. yeah (laughs) Which was such a power move it was, by mom. I know. That was kind of an awesome story. That's why it's kind of hard when she's, like, saying all these horrible things about her mom. Yeah. Like, I believe that there was a lot of right. that. Right, I but do, too. if you don't care about your child, you're not going right. to do something I know. Like I mean, that. she was for sure toxic. Yes. But, Especially you with, know, like, weight and everything. To me, it definitely seemed like a generational thing, yeah. too. Um, so then, in that same vein... This is the big trigger warning, basically. This is what, like, what happened. It happened kind of at the same time, but we're fast-forwarded a few right. years. I think, yeah, it's like... Like, she's... I don't think she's in high school anymore. But basically, she just is saying her drinking has gotten extremely bad at this point. Yes. And she was at, like, a party... And she, oh, it was spring break. Yeah, and she, like, goes to hook up with a guy. Yeah, and then Changes she, her mind. And she's very drunk. Yeah, changes her mind. And at that point, you're like, oh, I can see where this is going. No, you can't. He says, that's okay. I'm going to yeah. call you a cab. She flat out refuses the yep. cab. Runs out of the Literally runs out. I can just see it. Yeah, I can see it how manic it must have been. She doesn't know where she is. Remember, this is probably what the 80s. Mm -hmm. So, no cell phones. She has no way of contacting her friends. She doesn't even know where she is in relation to Mm -hmm. her hotel that her friends are at. She's basically blackout drunk. She sits down on the road because she has no idea where her feet are from her freaking head. And these guys come up to her that are just random men and they end up assaulting her. Assaulting her. her. Yeah. And, she, and the way she just says it. I know. It's like, they're what? I, yeah. And she ends up also in this keeps saying like basically this just keeps happening to her she's always drinking too much 
And I'm glad she acknowledged it. She's yes. like, I put myself in the yes. worst positions and it kept happening over and over. She's like, I wish I could say this was that, my last but yeah, that time. Was, that was like shocking to me. She's I know. like, I wish I could say this was but the it last time it happened, but it wasn't. This happened to me so many other times. So basically, she would just be at blackout parties drunk. or wherever and would be so blackout drunk that she would get sexually taken advantage of by multiple Men. Oh, like, yeah. And she doesn't say, like, how often and stuff. But but. she she made it seem like it happened quite frequently. Yes. Um, So that was shocking. That was shocking. There was also this timeline is a little bit confusing. Yeah, that's literally what I wrote next. Yes, at some point she's in college and has a suicide attempt. Yes, another trigger. This whole part is basically triggering. I know, triggering. I was like, so basically, it's like after a breakup, but it's, yeah. I'm not sure, but at, she's in college. Okay. Well, and this is what, you know, and I, I feel like we say these things and it's like we're being critical or saying all this stuff. It's clear that like she is not in her right mind, right? right. Like either whether it's with alcohol or just mental health in general. Like, it's not that I we're saying, like, we're bashing all her behavior. This isn't, like, a rational person making these decisions. Right. But I just have a really difficult time with people who it's like I got in a breakup and I'm going to threaten I know, suicide. Was... I mean, she literally went into the closet like wasn't he there? Yeah, took a, or yeah, he, he was took there. a bunch of pills, and then was like, "Actually, I don't want to do this." Right. Goes in there, wakes him up. Right. She goes to the hospital. They got back together for a while. Yeah. Like, and then she did that like two more times. Yeah, there were other times when she did it, and they were all after breakups. Yes, the one time she called a sister yeah. of the boyfriend, and, and the they had like, to help. <laughs> it was just like. She just also exhibited very manipulative behavior. Mm-hmm. And I know it's like it's attention seeking. Yeah, yes. I know. I get where that's stemming from. Well, I don't fully get where it's completely stemming from, but I understand the that pattern. That it's coming from somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just it, that doesn't make it less um, disappointing to listen to, I yeah. guess, you know, or challenging to yeah, listen get, to. Yeah, definitely was very challenging and it was like just in the kind of the way she would talk about it was a little like jarring too it was yeah. just like oh. it was just kind of like yeah and then she and she was kind of too like i mean i didn't actually want to die yeah well, well like then, you could have right you easily could have and what a, i mean and obviously when somebody is acting out of impulse in that way right. it's like they're not necess- they're not thinking about everybody else but it's like she still had the it was almost like she was making the decision where she's like, okay, I I can get what I want if I do this. Mm-hmm. Because she did it multiple times yes. in the same and says, situation. And says, I don't want, I didn't actually want to die. Right. It's like, I don't, yeah, that was. That was, that was difficult to wrap your mind around. It was. Um, but on a lighter note. Oh, wait. oh. She, okay, so she's in a mental institution. Oh, yeah. And she's hospitalized. The only reason I'm bringing this up is because it comes back to that. But basically, she 
is on this medicine that she is like, I'm not supposed to be on this medicine. And she ends up like kind of like physically attacking an employee there. Yeah, and then her dad and saw sees her. it. So let just let that sit there. Yeah. But I guess her mom was mad at her too for attempting suicide mm-hmm. because and like doesn't talk to her for two well, years. Well, and her mom kind of took it as like, how could you do that, do that to, to me? me? Yeah, like they had that kind of relationship. Really, oh yeah, we're... super enmeshed. Yes. super unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Um, but then all of a sudden, guess what? She goes to New York City. Yeah. To study acting, she but, sees. But before that, but, she wanted to be a writer. She yeah. was like, "I want to be a writer so bad." That's there was a my whole dream. thing that was like in the midst of Anne Frank yes. talk. It was like, yeah. "I want to be a writer." But then it would be like her mom said she wasn't good, but yeah, her other mom was people not did. sugarcoating. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, but it, it went. To, I thought it was a weird jump from that to actor. Like we didn't really get no, a clear understanding no, of why you all were of a sudden. And then she has, like, this weird rationale. Like, she goes to a party and sees Matt Dillon. And she's like, that's it. I got to get an agent. And, like, gets an agent. And then works. Her first job is with Matt Dillon. Yeah. Did I say Damon? I meant no, Dylan. you didn't. Oh, Dillon. So then it's kind of like, okay, that was interesting. Yeah. The well, And this is going to come up a little bit later, too. But I wish I would have counted the name drops. There oh, was- I did. You oh, did? I got them all here. You okay, did? we got. Hold on a second. <laughs> they were unnecessary. Okay, I have a theory. Okay. I think she is like obsessed with celebrities because there's yes. also points where she says, This is the thing Drew Barrymore gave me. Yes. This is the thing. Like she keeps mementos from celebrities. From people. And it almost felt like she kept saying, well, my friend, so-and-so, my friend, so-and-so. Yes. But I just wonder, are you? would they say that you are, are their friend? friend? Well, she gets, we'll talk about the Carrie okay, Fisher stuff. Okay, say everybody but, that she. Okay, I know I missed for sure like two or three, so just take that in. Okay, so she mentions Jim Barrymore, Claire Danes, January Jones, Kristen Dunst, Jake Gyllenhaal, Penelope Cruz, Paul Walker, Jordan Booster, Annie Lennox, Stephen Menzel. Ingrid, I can't remember her last name. Yeah, me either. Carl Lagerfeld. Jason Schwartz, who oh, I yeah, Sh- don't well, Schwartzman. Know. Schwartzman. He's oh, the guy that's Schwartzman. in all the... Oh, I did spell it out. He's in the... Uh, why can't I blank on that? That, like... Oh, my God. The movies. <laughs> the aesthetic movies that everybody's... Wes Anderson. He's oh, in all those movies. okay. She kind of like downplays his fame. I felt like well, that's why I was. I mean, early in his then career, I guess. Michael Keaton, Robert Downey Jr., Elizabeth Berkeley, Jennifer Grey, and like I said, I missed a couple. Reese Witherspoon. I might have already said her, but yeah. It was now, ridiculous. None of those stories were interesting. No, not one of them. <laughs> it was just kind of like I went to a party. And you Carrie Fisher in that list, and she, you mentioned her before, and Matt Dillon. Yeah, it was like, oh, you're right. It was like, it was oh, wait, so I have this tidbit about literally. this small interaction I had with this celebrity. Yeah. Let me put it in there. <laughs> Paul Walker and Jordana Brewster were at a party I was at. I saw him from across the room. I didn't talk to him, though. Like No, literally. Those were some of the stories. Or, like, I think at one point, Elizabeth Berkley, like, reaches out to her, like, have you tried this? Right. But I don't know if that means they're friends or if they just know of each other. I don't believe that they're friends. And here, not... 
I mean, like her? it's hard to be an actress. It's hard to be an actor. But when I actually, like, went back, I mean, she's... Stuff I wouldn't even call her like C list, honestly. No, it is interesting because she because she's too busy drinking and sabotaging yes. herself. I mean, her two main roles were Cruel Intentions and Legally Blonde, and yes. then she had and a few she... other random things thrown in. And you know what? This is going off on a bit of a tangent here before we actually get there. But when I originally watched Cruel Intentions and now this was a while ago and I would like to watch it again just to see. I know I haven't seen it in a couple years. But I thought her character was so annoying. Mm -hmm. So whiny and childish and I'm just like my god. And now after listening to this book I'm like wow she just played herself. (laughs) Right. Like I mean she didn't have to really act. I know. And I think she even says like her character is not or is like annoying about that character and it's like Yeah. But is it just you? Yeah, she definitely like well, she says she auditions a lot and blah, blah, blah. But she yeah. loves Reese Witherspoon. Like, she was oh, just yes. crazy. She, she does. I don't need. She, oh, and she talks about Sarah Michelle Gellar, too. Oh, here's the Ryan thing. Ryan Phillippe. You I know, feel like people. if you were to talk to Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. And from, from the public persona of Reese Witherspoon, it's like she's America's sweetheart. Right. right? I don't think that she would have a bad thing to say about right. Selma Blair. If we were friends with like genuine friends with Reese Witherspoon and we talked about Selma Blair, I think we would have a very different story because I just, not that it's like she would say all these horrible things about her, but I think that Reese would probably be like, yeah, she'd probably be like, yeah, I mean, Selma's a little much. Well, (laughs) we'll get into Oh, yeah, Kate Moss. She talks about Kate Moss. When she bit her. Seth Yeah, Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. What? You know? There were just so many random stories. Um, The Drew Barrymore thing, this was... This This came back in the news recently because of this book, probably. Mm -hmm. And wasn't she on her show? Didn't someone on her show? I'm not sure. So, basically, Drew... Drew is a... A strong actress at this point. Selma's very popular. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Selma's be- doesn't even have like They're a role. They're gonna I don't like think. work. Wasn't it like they were gonna work together? Yeah. But so she gets this role. What mo- do you remember? What movie it was? I from? don't. I don't know if they Maybe said she didn't it. Even say it. Well, basically, Drew Barrymore is getting like these death threats. Yeah, like letters, letters in the stuff. mail, and there's from allegedly Selma. Yeah. And, well, anyway, you end up finding out it was her dad that was, like, doing this and was, like, sending things to... Well, it was her dad's girlfriend. Oh, yeah, and the dad's girlfriend. And they're, like, sending things to, like, the production or, like, the movie people. And Selma didn't know it was happening, so she was, like, kind of being blacklisted. Yeah, and she's like, I can't get any of these, like, jobs and, you know... And then come to find out, Drew Barrymore didn't even know that it was happening because the letters were being sent to, to, like, her team or whatever. So she like didn't even know, no. but like Selma Blair was full on blacklisted because I people know. thought she was a freaking was... lunatic sending death threats <laughs> to that... Drew Barrymore. Yeah, that whole story was pretty awful. I that felt was really sad. bad for her. I was like, Gosh. and I just couldn't understand. Like, what? I mean, 
why did the dad's girlfriend? I know. I, I know. I didn't get that motive either. And we didn't other even than, get into it, really. No, she like is kind of like I didn't talk to my dad for twelve years. Yeah. And it was like they never even like repaired their relationship. Never touch on that again. Yeah, that was very odd. Um, yeah, I said celebrity name dropping was yeah, weird. She, she comes off a little full of herself. I mean, the amount of times that she would. When did she do all these photo shoots? That's what I would love to know. I know she's like the muse for everybody. Literally everybody. for every single person they just in the fashion shoot her, industry. Which it's like, Okay, maybe I, and I think happen. she's beautiful. I think oh. I said this in the last episode. Like, she is for no, sure one of my, like, is. celebrity crushes. But then oh hearing my, her talk so like that. Oh, you do? Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. Do you just want me to, like, get into some of this? Yeah, because just get into some of them. Like, I didn't even write all those down, like, those stories down. I because I am, like, okay, I'm going to get into this. So, basically, she has a bunch of, like, drinking and partying stories. For one thing, she didn't hardly talk about which i didn't remember until i was reading the book was remember she was on the show with charlie sheen that anger management oh, and remember yeah. there was all this drama between him and her and yeah. she got like fired right doesn't even talk about that really literally no, which just that would have been well probably because she and i mean charlie might have looked good compared to <laughs> what oh my gosh would... i have more celebrity okay so i'm just gonna get into some of these okay random celebrity stories so basically she meets sienna miller loves her but this is, like, one of the first people she just, like, bites. So she'll, like, just grab your hand. No, she's full. I mean, I don't this know. Is she adult. doesn't say the age, but she's definitely, adult. like, at least mid-20s, I would yeah, say. Like, a working actress, bites her. It goes it goes well. Okay? <laughs> Sienna Miller's like, oh. Sweet Sienna <laughs> Miller. like, that's just so silly that you did that. So then she gets to, like, go on this trip with Scarlett Johansson, like, invites her out. And they're like... Seth Green's there, and the, he's like, I want to introduce you to Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. Bites him. <laughs> he's like, that hurt. Okay, so that, like, goes... And they're in public yes, when she does public, this. Like, over, they're, like, in Europe yeah. or something. Bites him. It doesn't go doesn't over go very well. Over well. well. Scarlett's not, not impressed. No, so she never gets invited to do anything with <laughs> Scarlett Johansson again. Then she gets with Kate Moss, and they're just like partying up together. Apparently, which is bizarre. Bites Kate Moss, and Kate's like, <laughs> "No, wait, bites her one time. The first time, she's like, oh, that hurt.' So then she's like, bites. <laughs> like, wish I could see this. Bites her. Okay, so then Kate bites her back. Yeah. Then Salma bites her again. <laughs> It's like, you cannot make this up. And then she just, like, she's kind of a menace. Yeah. So then Kate Moss was like, that really bleeping hurt. And, like, punches her in the back. And then I think bites her back extremely hard. And she's like. And Selma Blair's just like, I deserved it. And she's like, I really hoped it would scar. Like, literally says, like. I forgot she said that. And she's like, but it didn't. It's like. Like, it barely broke the skin. Of Literally. course it didn't scar you, <laughs> lunatic. Oh, my gosh. And then oh, it's I forgot. Like, that was creepy. It was. It was so funny, though, like, hearing her tell the story and just how shamelessly, like, yeah. you just could not tell that story. Then Anna Wintour, she apparently she makes this mistake of, like, hugging her in public. And I she just had no idea. imagine that she is 
just an absolute mess. Like, this is the time where she was just drinking Yeah, constantly. drinking. Like, she definitely says, like, I'm drinking, I'm partying right. I with mean, celebrities. she had to have just been a flubbering mess. And I don't feel like we got the full picture of that at no. the time, you know? No, they really... I feel like I don't, like, remember her, like, in the scene. No. But I don't, I feel like she was, like, partying with, like, A-listers, though. She wasn't partying with Lindsay Lohan. But how did she get? into that well, circle. Well, because she's the muse. <laughs> she's a, then she brings up Donald Trump and she's Which like, was a waste of time. It was. She's like, honestly, it wasn't okay. Because that's what she just kind of did. She'll just like drop that she was around these people but not really have anything to no, say. No, she goes, this was when I was at the Met Gala. Okay. <laughs> and then this she's is like, like, was like, also actually really nice. Her hair he was like my all hair. falling out because yeah. she's like having a freaking, she's so she using like a her wig. body like crazy. Did she yeah. have the wig so, on and, and I looked it Trump. up. I looked up the um, pictures for at the Met and it's like very clear. I mean, her hair is like super lush and thick and it's like in this kind of like updo with like a long braid or something mm-hmm. coming down. And yeah, she's like, he said he liked my hair and that's the only interaction I had I know. with she's him. like, yeah, he was nice. But the, just like kind of the amount of celebrities that waste their energy in these memoirs putting talking about Donald Trump is it's like so I'm like this is your book forever okay and why honestly, are you wasting a breath on him what was the point of telling that story Literally. I mean and I can't figure out is it it's not to bash him because she no, didn't say anything negative like, hey, is nice, it actually. are we supposed to like take that as you oh gosh, supporting him or just a random know, tidbit like, like I don't understand yeah, the point like, okay we know, we all know like Trump is like a human too and we also know that he was like very big in yeah, the like scene he was all time. in the scene like you don't have to like justify it just the amount of celebrities that just waste their breath it just drives me nuts okay then she I just gotta talk about this too she when she's in rehab at some point again the timeline, timeline is weird Britney Spears is in with her oh yes and she's like oh she was so sweet and she was just flopping around in her flip flops I'm sorry uh HIPAA <laughs> literally <laughs> Bethany Rachel um she well at some point oh okay so this is after this is a weird story so then britney you know is this is after she had shaved her hair and she's going through the toughest time of her life Life. right now and someone blair wants to talk about it so she goes i because Selma blair is just so wonderful she threw away britney's wigs and she's like stop wearing those and she's like okay she basically snatches it off her head and throws it in the garbage it's like you don't need to wear that anymore and britney's like okay (laughs) and then (laughs) literally that's how she was making fun of britney's and then she throws away britney's flip-flops she had like platform flip-flops and someone blair throws them away and then Britney is, like, genuinely upset. upset. Like, who threw away my shoes? And then Selma Blair tries to play it off. It's like, I thought I, I was doing a nice thing. thing. And she never tells her she's the one, yeah, right? Yeah, no, but she doesn't. She's like, I thought I was trying Why to help her. Why did you throw away your shoes? Like, she just, like, kind of does that kind of stuff. I can't even believe she put some of that stuff in here because it's honestly... I mean, that was just straight up mean. And I don't think it's, we all know she was, Brittany was in rehab at the time, but I didn't think it was very nice to talk about that. No, I didn't think so either. 
Again, it's not your... You know what? I know we're discussing this. I see some parallels between her and Rachel. (laughs) This isn't your story to tell. No, it's not. And I feel like she definitely kind of like inserted herself into a lot of stories because... Because she wants to be... It's like she's so hungry for the fame, you know? Yes, that's why I... It's like she has an obsession with um, celebrities and the way she kind of just like talked about them. But do you want to talk about Carrie Fisher too real quick? While yeah, we're that so whole thing basically... was bizarro. And I almost feel like it was a fever dream. Like it wasn't I know. even, I would love like to they know hung if out that was time. real, you know? Yeah. So basically she's friends with Carrie Fisher allegedly. And they like hang out all the time in their house at like Carrie Fisher's yeah. house. And she gives her the stone and all that. But then she ends up saying that, well, I wasn't actually invited to the funeral because why would anyone know? We kind of just had like the secret friendship. Right. And I was, it was just such why a weird thing. secret? And she spends a lot of time talking about Carrie yeah, Fisher. Yeah, she spent a she lot of time. She doesn't say anything bad, but it no. was kind of like she was making but, but they were, it about her. And yeah, they weren't really any stories of note either. It was either. just like, it was hey, just she was like, cool. Yeah, hey, this was a random conversation we had. So then, yeah, Carrie Fisher passes away. Which is obviously but, sad. And then what was weird, just, okay, when Selma gets married, she gets married on Carrie Fisher's property, and Carrie Fisher, like, didn't remember when the wedding time was. Yeah, and just so she wasn't, like, the wedding. there. So it's like... But then there was that random thing with that book signing in, like, a freaking... Oh, yeah. Ball, or a mall or something. Of course, that and, was the last time she talked to but she didn't even didn't talk, talk to, her. to her. That was it the last was time like she could brush. have. That was literally probably like their relationship. You yeah, know? it was like oh, so she player. goes up and was to uh, random people in line and was like, "Oh, is Carrie Fisher coming or whatever?" And tell her I said hi, and then somebody did, and then she apparently is was called out something about like, "Oh, she." I know it. That I mean, she was here at the wrong time or you know whatever <laughs> yeah, like like, funny. like that was just so carry like yes. what so then yeah she wasn't even invited to the funeral and then you wouldn't believe okay sorry at that same wedding somebody actually passes away at her funeral Talman Newton does that sound familiar to anybody somebody passes away at the funeral oh sorry no at the wedding at Carrie's I mean at Selma's wedding I kind of like don't even remember that part I must have it was just like a weird it was like she's at Carrie Fisher's house for the wedding and someone died and somebody died but they weren't actually at the wedding they were just like at a different thing like what was the point exactly because she always has to bring up like so then the she Carrie Fisher had given her that like stone yeah, or whatever. And so then she the whole time from the very beginning, from the first line in this book, she's yes. obsessed with psychics and Wait, tarot. Card I just readers. want to say something about that. There she takes everything every other psychic says to heart but the one that said yeah you have a horrible ugly disease that is going and you're gonna she have a terrible believe. death she's like what did that <laughs> whatever mean? yeah I was just like what did that mean and then like proceeds to own, keep talking about how ms has affected her yeah life. Like, i was like so, why is that the one you weren't listening to I don't, and that was from a young like a young age that happened anyway so she gets this stone she's like i have to go and see tyler henry i, yeah. I have the to famous have him. medium yeah i will that works with celebrities uh, listen, only i will 
sacrifice myself and go on the show if I have to. Like, okay, we all know that's what you wanted. So. And then so they she, did do it on the show. Yeah, right? so they did do it on the show. And he, what was it? She had like something from her mom or dad. or There was something from other people. And then I people. think from the, the childhood boyfriend. Oh, yes. And then this stone comes from Carrie Fisher. That I think and, she snatched. And stole. she goes, mm, or Tyler Henry goes, I don't feel anything from this. You know, and then didn't somebody <laughs> tell her, like, no, Carrie Fisher doesn't like to like, yeah. come through. She wants yeah, to be, like, convenient. left alone. Yeah. Well, and it's like, that's not your person to summon on. You know what I mean? Because you weren't friends. Especially on TV. Right. You know, like, that's it somebody's felt, loved one. Yeah. It not just, for you to summon her. And, of course, other people probably wanted to talk about Carrie Fisher, you know, summon her from the dead. She died so she's suddenly. Like, she was a alone. huge loss to people. You know, she's resting. She's like, I don't want to be exploited. No. And it just kind of, I don't know, felt like that, Speaking but. of the death, um, I wish I wrote down who this person was because I, I don't. I don't know, Ingrid, somebody who was within the fashion yes, industry. Yes, and I can picture her in my head, but I have no idea. <laughs> I know. I'm annoyed with myself because I wanted to look that up. So this, you know, like Hannah said, Selma Blair is the muse mm-hmm. of the century. Yes. And this woman was basically just obsessed with her. They'd do all these photo shoots. They were like besties, whatever. And she passes away. This was like the most uncomfortable I was in the whole the whole read. Well, besides everything at the end about the sun, but this was like so uncomfortable because she really like loses it here. Like she is so emotional mm-hmm. and is just beside herself. And I mean, when I say she's emotional, she is like completely crying. Yeah, like she can't handle it. She can't move on. Right. And even just like the way she's it's like it's genuine when you do these reads they probably tell you like put your emotion into it Mm -hmm. make it seem like you know this is impacting you this is your life but it was almost like pull it together a little bit for this please Mm -hmm. like she was sobbing Mm -hmm. and it was sad but it almost felt like desperate and she did twist it and make it about her and she was like you know, I wish I would have known, you know, I would have told you know, she, these things. I, I know she's always, like, just missed the opportunity yeah. to talk to that person before that. And, I, like, there's a lesson in that, but it's right. still, like, I, it just was, like, a weird, she had, like, a weird fascination with famous people well, that passed away. you know what's away. interesting? Speaking of this, and actually, I can't remember when this book was written. Was it 2021? I can't remember. Might have even been 2022, honestly. I know. I thought that. So. Whichever. But she never, and maybe it just didn't happen um, by the time the book was, like, edited and everything. But with all the time she talked about Karl Lagerfeld, we didn't get any little bit about his death I and how. I think she mentioned it, but she didn't mention it in the way, like. The but Carrie Fisher. She literally talked about it oh. as if, you know, they were, he birthed her. Like, mm-hmm. that's how close she acted as if they were. And then. And then doesn't really talk about the death in the way that she talked right. about some of the other ones. It was, that was odd. I know. I just, I guess 
that whole like part like and I wish like if you actually like listen and read the book the way she just goes through all these celebrities mm-hmm. like line after line after line after line after line and it was just kind of I don't know yeah it was it just felt very I guess desperate in a way or like mm-hmm. I just have to show that I know all these people mm-hmm. like look at me I've got all the clout yeah that's kind of the way yeah i definitely think she's a girl of her own heart though she loves celebrity yeah i mean she <laughs> weaseled her way in there but it is so odd because like i mean she shouldn't be famous anymore you right. know like she really shouldn't be she hasn't done anything notable in and she decades was, she was on just on dancing with the stars and mm-hmm. i don't know what the timeline was again with the book and this but she doesn't talk about it at all no she doesn't and i don't this is gonna sound really like not sensitive at all mm-hmm. but it's like honestly the only reason why she was on dancing with the stars and had this mini resurgence is because she was very open about finally about right. her ms diagnosis and uh, that is horribly challenging and sad that mm-hmm. she's going through that and I feel for her in that way. Um, but I think that's the only reason why she really had this extra bump. Mm-hmm. And it really hasn't helped her career. It's just been like she's on the map again. Um, do you want to get into the awkwardness with David Weber? Hold on. Sure. Where'd that go? With, this is like adult relationships. Okay, found him. So she gets engaged to David Weber, who is a Hollywood a- attorney. Yeah, and he like loves her. I know he's a very de- so I you can <laughs> almost guess where this goes. Yeah, but basically he's just like a great guy, but it's just nah. No, well, they're still together fully, and she goes with him to see a movie that Jason Schwartzman was in, and she, she just, just becomes, becomes obsessed with him. Obsessed. She's full on infatuated, completely in love, and she on, basically like she says, "I will have him." Yeah, it's like she just sees him on screen. I mean, yeah. she like manifested that. <laughs> I don't think she manifested it. I think that she <laughs> kind of psychotically put herself in. Yeah. So then she she kind of did. She like put herself in his line of sight and she ends up cheating on David Weber with him. And she kind of like justifies it. She's like, we were just drawn to each other. Like it was like, just I magnetic. Help it, man. Yeah. And then. YOLO. <laughs> You can see where this is going. That turns into a toxic relationship. Oh, yeah. On and off for years, allegedly. They and it could. was, this was bizarre. He, so he, was he away on a shoot somewhere? Basically, he tried to ghost her mm. and just be like, oh, yeah. okay, the she... distance between us is too much. Right. She, like, a couple years go by where they haven't been together mm-hmm. and she's like, cannot get him out of her head, which no. relatable. Right. Right. But she mm-hmm. like, will call him and all this yes. to finally to the point where he was like, this is enough. Mm-hmm. We are done. Mm-hmm. Don't call me anymore. Like lose this number. <laughs> and she basically. was like, so I guess we're over. It's <laughs> like after ignoring years, that. he's like moved on with somebody um, else. Didn't he have another? Yeah, you get married and a kid. Yeah, and it was like she, she like could ran not into him and let it go. Thing. I know she's like, that's the one man. If 
he if it was at my wedding and he came in the door and it was almost and she didn't really go into details of their relationship but i mean i think we could probably guess where the toxicity was coming from yeah she's back to alcohol yeah this is in the timeline of this book this is where the biting comes in yeah but it's not really timeline order because i think that happened before jason schwartzman yes um, I th- oh, this is what I said. She says everyone's a friend, but would they say that about her? Do you think that they kind of have this pity or sympathy for her? I mean, I think of like people that we might yeah. be acquaintances with or run in a circle with, and it's like, man, they are they're on the hot mess express, like they are going through a hard time. I mean. How many times if we were in that situation, would we be like, oh, nice to see you. Like, oh, let me take care of you. Yeah. Oh, you're working there. How great. I know. That's why it almost does kind of feel like, too, when she says, like, mean baby. I do feel like she does, like, like, I do feel like that was a good title for this book. Because uh, she is kind of like a baby that is constantly being taken care of by celebrities. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I think this is, you know, and then all that partying and stories. And then she ends up with with this this different Jason. Yeah, I I didn't even write his name down. I don't know if she even really, like... She didn't fully get into their relationship all that much. Um, but that's who she has the, a, the child with. She says the pregnancy was wonderful, which... But she which... finally went to the doctor. Was Did she get MS before? No. Because I thought it was something where it was... But no, she was having... Because the whole time she kept saying, like, I have this pain. I always have this pain. And that's part of, like, why she would be drinking and doing all this um, abusive behavior to herself. And so then she thought she was kind of going to have this really challenging pregnancy. But it ended up being, being the like, opposite. Amazing. Yeah. And it was just meant to be that this happened and basically she she went into quite some detail about the conception of the child Mm -hmm. which was neither here nor there yeah i didn't really need that as part of the book but okay um but yeah like okay so now we're getting kind of like into like when she has the kid she ends up having like a lot of health problems after the birth and if if everything she's saying is true, like, she was definitely struggling. <laughs> like, Yeah, and it seems like this is when the MS stuff really, really started to come. Up. That's and- why I wish, I, like, I'm confused about when MS is. Because I did have, like, it's been a while since she really starts to say, now I know this was MS. Right, I know. So, but this is definitely. Well, that's why I wondered, I wrote here, like, after I said that she talked about so many celebrities being her quote-unquote friend. I said, did she go to the doctor for MS symptoms? So she was talking about all of that, Mm -hmm. but, like, hadn't really said, you know, I got any sort of, like, consultation by anyone or anything like that. So it was Mm kind of odd. Um, Her child-rearing is unique, to say the least. And apparently, 
Okay. Let's see here. Her son is kind of an intense child, but honestly, I kind of... That shouldn't be a surprise. I know, and I was kind of like, that's kind of like, oh, you were an, an intense child, too. But then she also, like, takes some sort of accountability, mm-hmm. where she's like, I basically made him this way. Right. Because her husband, like, calls... Well, at this point, they were separated, but he, like, calls her out on it. Mm-hmm. Like, you made him like mm-hmm. that. Like, he, he was kind of a little terror, too. Yeah. <laughs> He's also a mean baby. <laughs> yeah. and it, But it was just, like, she did everything for him. Mm-hmm. Like, he wouldn't walk. She would carry him everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Like, she just would coddle him and wait on him hand and foot. And it's like, you know, he, how do you think a kid's going to turn out from that? He does, he, then he ends up having this, I can't remember what the diagnosis was, but it's basically like you almost have these like seizures, but they're not seizures. You like get hurt. It's like an adrenaline thing. Like your body can't handle it and you kind of like pass out. Right. Okay. So then she says she has to do CPR on him when it happens. Do you think she actually needs to do CPR? I don't know. That whole thing was kind of, I actually know somebody who has a kid that like does that, but they've never done CPR and like obviously that situation would be really scary, mm-hmm. but it ends up. I mean, this just like destroys her. I mean, she can't like get over this. But at this point, was she separated from? Yes. The yeah. Yes, because they. I think they because separated she pretty telling... early on after yeah, the child. Because she, she's kind of like, oh, we're not really like a great couple. But again, it was like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, so she was, but she was also making all these other parenting decisions that he didn't necessarily agree with. And basically, they had like shared parenting. And when this kid would go to be with him, it was like freaking wild. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what is going on? And then he had like, or she had like a, a, altercation with his mom. Yeah, and she, like, yelled at her, like, yeah. you have a horrible son, you raised him like garbage, and then she's kind of like, well... Yeah. Actually, I'm kind of doing the same thing. Right, yeah. But that's a lot. This is a lot. Um, and they're, they, I mean, we talked about the enmeshment between mom and Selma. I mean, it is, well, I would say, like, a hundred times more, if it's even possible to be more enmeshed. Yeah. She is more enmeshed with her son. I mean, it mm-hmm. is almost like he is still connected with the umbilical cord. Mm-hmm. That's the way she made it seem like. And when, you know, it's so beautiful to talk about your children. Children are so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's so wonderful that you made this life and that that was so impactful for you. But I mean, she again would like, sob when talking about like just looking at her child she um what was I gonna say she kind of makes it seem like a burden though too. Right. and like everybody has hard days with their kids and it can be really exhausting but it's it was like she was talking a lot of the negatives about her son and obviously of course she's gonna talk about this like mm-hmm. um those episodes he was having because that's like a big part of their life but a lot of it felt really negative like he was nurse nursing you know so much and then 
Yeah, he just on a plane one time. Yeah. Oh, that was on a plane for twelve hours, and I'm sure that was somewhat of an exaggeration. But at the, I don't know. It just like she wasn't okay. But also the plane story when Mm -hmm. she was like drunk on the plane. Oh yeah, that's coming. Yeah. Mm. So. Anyway, at that point, I guess I'll just throw this in here. She's trying to reconcile with her dad, but, of course, he passes he does, away. Yeah. yeah, so basically, she's still struggling with her MS and alcoholism. Mm-hmm. And she has this, like, insane story, which I never had heard about. Me either, but, but she was, this like, was on a plane, wild. Drunk, passing because, out. Because of partially because of medication that she mm-hmm. was on but I this was also after she hadn't drank in a while yeah and then she it's like, like started because she alcohol. made a point of being like I wouldn't drink in front of the kid but then she was flat out and she's they're like she's on a still, vacation yeah her she's and her still ex. with that the husband at this point I think right? I don't think they were I think they were just on a but vacation but they went together yeah okay so there he's like with the son holding it down she's taking down drinks from the stewardess mm-hmm. and then things just go horribly they off end up the rails like an intervention I'm sure there's some celebrity friends in there. oh I'm surprised she didn't but she's them. basically like it took public embarrassment for me to get sober that happens. Which and I want to look that up. I know. I wanted to, too. I wanted to see the pictures. But basically, <laughs> that's really horrible. nice. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know. I know. But it, how do we not remember that? You know? But I, know. I guess she wasn't somebody that was fully on Right. Like, radar. she wasn't, like, yeah, like the Lindsay Lohan yeah. type. But this is about when she actually gets her diagnosis. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she goes into how the doctors just completely ignored her before. This part, okay, so then she basically gets to do, like, stem cell um, treatment. Yeah, she did a chemo. chemo. This is where, when celebrities talk about, like, their illnesses and stuff, it's kind of, I feel like they don't realize well, how out of touch it is. No, they Because don't. it's like, if the regular person, like, I don't know, the lives on my street is not getting this kind of care is not getting to do this type of stuff and it's like i don't know i feel like they don't think about that when they're like well yeah this doctor like Mm -hmm. we got to make a whole documentary together and then i could get this treatment well that's just where i mean it goes in line with the the undertone of privilege that ran through this entire book it's like she literally doesn't even recognize it because i think honestly if i had someone in my life with MS and I read this, I'd be kind of mad. Right, because not everybody gets to do... I didn't even know they did chemo for MS and I looked it up because I thought I missed something. I was like, wait, did she get a cancer diagnosis? And then I did some Googling and I was like, oh no, I guess they can do that. And she basically says it helps. Well, it does... From but my not, Googling, yeah. it's like, because then she's like, I was in remission. You can get in remission, but it's likely that it will come back. So it could be, you can well, be she, in remission from anywhere for a few months to a few years, but you just never know. Well, when she was on Dancing with the Stars, it was bothering her. Mm-hmm. So, it, but she could still like dance. There's just sometimes where it was just too much on her and she well, ended and up now quitting. I've but. seen paparazzi photos and stuff where she doesn't appear to be walking with a cane all the time or at least is heavily using it so maybe she did another treatment 
Yeah, but again, which, it is so not everybody has a, access to that. I know, and, it, and it's not just her. It's like a lot of celebrities will kind of yeah. like do this, but it's like, you know what? But you know, because I was talking to my dad about it, and he's like, oh, what's your podcast this week? I was telling him about this book and talking about Selma Blair. And then I was like, you know, I, I kind of like wanted to know a little bit more about just everything regarding MS, and she got diagnosed with it at a pretty young age and stuff. But then he's like, well, I mean, kind of like Michael J. Fox. And I'm like, yeah, it is. But, like, it's completely different because the way Michael J. Fox, like, treated his illness and how he's brought so much awareness Mm -hmm. to it and has done so much with, like, fundraising Mm -hmm. and everything. It's like he is and he's gone in front of you know, Congress and the Senate to try and get laws passed about different things. It's like he has really been a pioneer in trying to help other people who have this disease. Mm -hmm. And like, not, I'm not saying that Selma Blair and every person that has something needs to go to that extent. But it's like she never even like brought anything up like that. And I would be interested in what the documentary was if it's just kind of like, her it's not you know like it's just only about her and not really talking because even in the book she kind of never really explained no she didn't what's going on it's just like i feel if you are anybody that's in the public eye and you're going to talk so much and be so public about an illness that you have Mm -hmm. like it shouldn't be self-serving and i it felt like, a lot of the way she was just kind of talking about it, like, it wasn't really to, like, benefit others who might be struggling. Right. It was like, here's my struggle. And, and again, I haven't seen the documentary, but... No, but just the way she spoke about it in the book. I know. And honestly, she really just touches on that really briefly. I mean, and we I don't And I did appreciate get... some of the candid stuff she said about Mm -hmm. it you know like just with not being able to control herself sometimes Mm -hmm. how challenging that can be I mean that I appreciate her being honest about that yeah she definitely there was some like raw moments yeah and even after the stuff after she had the baby Mm -hmm. there was probably just like a ton of stuff going on with her body Mm -hmm. I mean she was really struggling like I can't like I'm not being a mom I can hardly be awake and stuff so I mean it definitely there were a yeah. couple glimmers towards the end that mm-hmm. felt really genuine. Mm-hmm. I mean, at this point, her mom gets cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I stopped writing stuff down <laughs> I know, at this, this point, little... honestly. Okay, so then her mom ends up passing yeah. away. And then she kind of talks about COVID and, you know, we don't have to get into no. that. But... And then she's like, my son's a mean baby, too. We're like, we know. Oh, and then there was like a whole thing where. <sighs> no, we don't need to get into that. <laughs> but she makes like a chapter for her son and just how wonderful being a mother was. That for chapter her. was just kind of uncomfortable though, because it know. was just like the way she just spoke about her son, it was like, oh my goodness. I know. Like, and that's where, you know, like, and then the, the acknowledgement, she's like, this is for. <laughs> My son, but I think it pretty much ended on that. Yeah, it and there's did. Like, yeah, like you said, too. It's like at the end, I kind of like stopped writing stuff because it was just kind of like I walked out and I. It made, was so drawn out. Yeah, and I was like, Flamingo. Oh, wait. 
I feel like that was a different song. <laughs> <laughs> the flamingos. I don't think that was song. I don't think it was. But I feel like there was like a thing where she was like, it was like my mom. I was yeah. seeing my mom. And it was like, okay. But it was just, I don't there know. There was like in the mid, there's like a whole story about a dog that got taken by this giant oh, bird. God. There was just like yeah, lots was, of like pet deaths. It and- was just like, I felt like with this book, the publishing house said, all right, we need 550 pages. And she's like, oh, shoot, Here I only have 300. And then she had to, like, add in stuff and mm-hmm. draw stuff out to get the other 250. I know. And, like, the fact that we can't really remember the end is... Says a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... I I don't know. I mean, I would I recommend this to someone else? Honestly, no. Especially if you are a Soma Blair fan. I wouldn't call myself a I huge know. fan of her before this, but this definitely made me look at her in a completely different light. And it's not as if I, like, completely dislike her now. But no, it's just... No, I think by the end I understand understood her in like a not not understood her i'm like okay this is how she is but she's just very like like we said with the minka kelly book it just didn't feel like there was a ton of growth i mean yes she did you know stop drinking as far as we know yeah it seemed like she was sober but there just seemed to be a lot of other things that she has not um you know, coped with or and that and honestly that's a it makes you kind of sad like at the end of the day. Like I'm not happy with like (laughs) No, I don't I don't I didn't walk away from that and I wasn't like ha 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 it couldn't have happened to a better person. Or like I it it does. It just makes me a little like disheartened. I know I'm like gosh and then you just kinda worry about her like Yeah like she all right right now. How's her son? Right. Like, who does she have as a real support? Does she have a therapist? Is she taking her medication? Like, literally, it's... And hopefully that wasn't too all over the place, but I guess... But that's the way the book was. the book was, trying to, like, piece it all together. But, you know... Yeah. I don't know. I did... But, I don't know. It's just, like, even, like, with Jeanette McCurdy's book, like, she talks about the... It's like I don't want to dismiss Salma Blair because there definitely was some issues with her mom. For sure. 100%. But it wasn't like the way she, like Jeanette McCurdy's mom was like that just felt more of a. And even with with um, Salma's mom, so many times she said, Salma, come home. Come yes. get a job here. Salma, like come you're not home. doing well there. Right. And I mean, and, she, and I feel like Selma was kind of taking it as like, of course, my mom wanted me yeah, to come home so I could be like under. a very childish yeah, it's way. Like, I think no, I think she was concerned about you, right? And like, to be fair, you weren't doing well, you know. I know, no, she wasn't. So, and that's kind of interesting to think too, because she's from Michigan. So it's like if she did move home, She, mm-hmm. what would her life have been? Right. You know, it could have been, it would have been completely different. And mm-hmm. would it, would she have been better off? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know have the answer to that one. No, she still would have probably suffered from all this. Oh, yeah. Self-loathing, but. Yeah, it was just, it wasn't a book 
that left me feeling um, happy in any way. If anything, like we mentioned last week where we're like, we need some time to like sit with this. It was a book that definitely made me like just have a lot of conflicting emotions. Like I was very frustrated with it. I was kind mm-hmm. of annoyed, but I was also just like, just sad. I know it, it wasn't, a, I know there wasn't like a light at the end of the tunnel at all. No. And I did, I do feel pity for her and I don't know if that's exactly what she wants to invoke from people, but I do feel pity. Yes. So, you know, I think our next book club book should be a lighter yes. book. And, you know, and I think, too, hopefully, you know, we weren't trying to be super hard on her. We we really did not know what to expect I truly with this didn't book. know, yeah. I mean, I had my ideas, but it still was different than mm-hmm. I was expecting, too. Like, you never really know what the story is going to be or, like, how it's all. And even when you sit through something that is so, like, depressing, sometimes at the end it'll kind of, like, wrap up good. Yeah. This one didn't. No, it didn't. <laughs> so at all. you just don't know. Yeah, I, I. What way it's gonna go? I just wouldn't say this was something that I anybody should read unless mm-hmm. they just really love her, and right? Know. Or don't have anything better to do and want to read a celebrity memoir. Like right. I just wouldn't. I wouldn't be like that was really good. Mm-hmm. I would honestly say pass. Okay, guys, we are really excited to announce another collaboration with the brand Happy Earth. They make the cutest clothes and they are sustainable and made really responsibly. We are getting an order in soon, so we're really excited to show you guys some of their cute fashions, especially with the temperatures cooling down here in Ohio for fall. These are going to be so perfect. So they have everything from organic sweatshirts to organic joggers, really cute graphic tees. And the best part about this brand is that they actually give back to the environment. So with every purchase, you are helping to fight climate change, plant trees, and even clean up trash. So for a nice discount, you guys can use Emotional Support Water Bottle Pod at checkout for a wonderful 20% off. That's at Happy earthapparel.com use code emotional support water bottle pod for 20% off at checkout um okay well do should we say what our next book is sure we're gonna do annie cohen's book the daddy diaries one i have not listened or read any of his other. Me either, but I'm excited for this book. I know. I'm curious of what it's going to be. I saw a clip of it. It was like a sh- screenshot on something, and it's it seems to be written actually like a diary with like journal mm. entries and dates and everything. So one I saw was like related to the Real Housewives, and mm-hmm. it was like... Uh, you know, oh, I had a sit down with so and so today. It was from a season that we don't watch, so I like didn't know who they were. But it was kind of that insight was kind of interesting. <laughs> and he's like, and Ben wanted this. So it was like, <laughs> so I'm excited to read that. I think it will be a lot more lighthearted. Yeah, maybe it'll be fun. Won't be as heavy as yes. this one. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you guys want to hop on our book club for the month of September, that's what we'll be reading. It is. 
Oh, and we should give, before we do our recommendations, we should give a shout out to a loyal listener. We uh, had a couple comments from you on Spotify and Sand Perry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is for you. We appreciate you, girl. You know, you're listening to us, and I genuinely hope that you see, because we can't respond to your comment on Spotify, and I wish that we could. But thank you for listening. Mm -hmm. We appreciate your feedback, whether it be, you know, all positive or a little constructive. Bring Mm -hmm. it all on. We love that you listen to us, and we hope that we can be entertaining. And we will continue to do the pod. We're not thinking on ending anytime soon. For at least 88 episodes. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, thank you. And anyone else who listens, if you ever want to shout out. We could do that. Comment. five stars. Yeah, give us reviews. Don't forget. I have a um, recommendation that is a follow-up. From, I think it might have been from our first episode I said this. I had said that I wanted to start to make or try to make kombucha. Oh, yeah. Well, I am doing it. All right. Um, my aunt, she makes kombucha. And when I saw her over the summer, she gave me some of her scoby, mm. which is like this little bacteria thing that you need for the fermentation and it's really gross looking but um it's also beautiful with like what it does but it is currently in its first fermentation and I have to check it I think when this is released on Wednesday I'll be checking it again and then going into the second fermentation so it is a process but, um, you know, if it turns out well, I would definitely recommend it to others. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to see how it goes. <laughs> it could be horrible. I don't know. You'll have to try it. I'm going to force you. All right. I will <laughs> give it a little. Just a little, little taste. <laughs> a little sip. Hmm. I will go ahead and recommend another book, fiction book, Court of Thorn and Roses. Thorns and Roses. Is this what's been on our TikTok? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, <laughs> so, because I was looking it up a lot. It's been spamming our TikTok so much. Has it like, really been? I feel like I only heck? looked it up like about three times. It's all these like weird character names, right? Yeah, and Lucian. I'm, yes. And I'm like, what is this? Why does this keep coming up? And now I know it's because you looked it up and you read the book. I did. I'm waiting on the second one. I got to wait several months. Well, apparently a lot of people are into this. They are. And they said like... This one's good, but the rest of them get way better. But Oh, are there a lot more? Yeah, I think there's at least four. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I think one's, like, kind of recent, so it's, like, actively being written. But wow, it, w- it was pretty good. It's definitely, like, a fantasy book, yeah. like, about fairies. <laughs> I've actually... There's kind of a lot of those, like, um, series just, like, about fairies. Well, like, the fairy world. When I was in high school, I think there was that City of Bones mm, book series. Mm-hmm. I was super into that. That's not necessarily fairies, but just the fantasy yeah. element. Yeah, I was really into that series. Some of them are really fun. Like, I've gotten through The Red Queen, um, The Caraval. You know, those books weren't, like... 
I didn't love them, but the imagery in it yeah. was so cool. And just, like, the world was really cool. And it's really just cool. a nice fantasy book is fun sometimes. I know. It, it just, just takes you out of... I know. Especially because a lot of them are, like, women writing men. So mm. they're, like... The script is flipped. Yes, and I just, like, <laughs> they write them better. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's not a surprise. <laughs> and it's just, like, so funny. You do kind of... It's almost like you get sad to, like, leave the characters. I know. You know? You're, like, out of the world again. You're, like... Especially when they're... It's a series like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, anyway. I, well, now I... That's the mystery of our TikTok. I was so confused. Like, it's so weird that it'll, like kind of do that stuff but I was definitely looking it up the one day I'm like got on TikTok see now every time I feel like I get on our TikTok it's nothing but people doing filters and I'm like I don't care or it's like yeah what is your what's my girl dinner whatever oh yeah which I don't care about I know it's like yeah and I never watch those so I don't know why and they keep just like hanging around and I know those are like what's popular right. so it's gonna show it to us but it's like I don't find that interesting I'm over it. I know it's like all. bye and yeah. then I get off the app it's like it's not even I don't know it's like a weird blah, yeah blah, blah. I know I'd rather get on YouTube shorts <laughs> <laughs> the content gets weird over there sometimes <laughs> it does <laughs> Um, well, guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode. Like we said before, please engage with us. We'd love to hear your thoughts on everything we talked about today. If you're feeling super, um, you know, generous and you want to throw us a bone with Halloween costume ideas, please do. Or -hmm. any other fun fall activities, I guess. Yeah, we're hopefully going to be getting out there this (laughs) This Fall. season, which we say that literally every, every year. year. <laughs> and then we don't do anything. But no, now we have the new equipment. We don't have an excuse. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>